This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. The Cowboys family drama that has Mike concerned for one specific reason. What say y'all? However, I'm going to tell you the drama that's going to come up at first is people in offices who just eat things that aren't theirs. Well, would my, never they, do that. I bought those Think Thin bars cost $2, and I believe I had three or four. I think four left on Friday, and now the box is gone. gone. So, Alec, I look to you, weekend host man. Um, mm-hmm. are you guys, uh, during the weekend getting hungry up here? Cause you guys are working like five to seven hours and are people man, just like, man, there's stink thin bars in there and they're free. And I get it. Like you guys really are working for free. Um, God. is that what's happening? We do get hungry, but I bring my own stuff. So I can't, I, I can only speak for myself. Yeah. What, there's like, what about Blake? You're up here with Blake. There's like 12 cases of sour cream. You can eat that. Yeah. At you any can point. Eat, yeah. yeah. There's some uh, French onion some dip that Daisy we can dip our, French uh, or ranch dip. We do have cases oh my of those gosh, available. There is a lot of it there. Yeah. Blake is a big pop tart guy. He always comes with a couple of packs of pop tarts for the shows. That's so smart. yeah, for me, it's my own little protein packs that I keep in the fridge. So hopefully those don't disappear too. I was but. really hoping my Think Thin bars were here today, but they're not. But hey, Are life goes want, on. Is this the one year anniversary of that too? When Mike went on his tirade last year? Was it last year or year two years ago? It's probably two years ago now. Okay. Um, and, maybe, le- and maybe it's the afternoon show. I know Chiafalo gets hungry during the show, and maybe he ate some of them. And he's like Mikey. But He'll I eat feel anything. like you'd have to be up here quite a bit because- I don't think you should be eating multiples of those at a time. They are, they're not a low calorie bar. They're just a low sugar bar. I'm more intrigued by the people who are like, hey, this isn't mine. I didn't bring it, but I'm just going to eat it anyway. Mm. That's well, a weird bit. Must be a high level of hunger going on in this. Let's situation. talk about these Dallas Cowboys who don't have hunger situations. Okay. And I want to, I want to preface it like this. I asked y'all ahead of time, I was like, I don't care about this at all, but Mike. At least you. I don't know how yeah. you feel, Corey. You do care, but maybe for a different reason than most. I guess I care. Th- this is where I care about it. Theory-wise is maybe they're just rogue family members. With CD, Dak, and Micah. But They've all had three. family members involved with saying various levels of things about yeah. either their teammates or the fan base. But your three most popular, important players on the team all have issues with the Dallas Cowboys, uh, have issues with possible coaches, issues with the way they're treated, issues. Obviously, CeeDee's mom has a major issue with Dak Prescott and doesn't think he's good enough to to throw the ball, you know, to a, to her son uh, in the NFL. So I just – Let I me just, just make sure I get this right real quick. Yeah. So it was CeeDee Lamb's mom 
that was going after Dak, but it was yeah. Micah and Dak's siblings that were going after the fan base. And coaching that? staff. And coaching staff. Okay, thank you. And I won't say Tad didn't really go after the coaching staff. He kind of just went – he went uh, – Tad Prescott. He kind of went after the way Dak is treated. By the fans. By the fans here. Um, but good luck, man. When you, when you play that bad in the playoffs – it's it's really tough. Like I, I don't know who plays like that, and then their fan base is like, we love them. I, where, where do you want to start with with this? Because I got I, I have them all up. Okay, if you want yeah, to, maybe re- we should read them. Give me with Tad those. Prescott first, because I think I've, I've changed my opinion about this over the years. Okay, with Tad Prescott, those who really follow me or know me know I've never spoken badly about the Cowboys as an organization or team. I've never spoken badly about a player on the team or the city of Dallas. It's the so-called fans I have an issue with. Cowboys fans, why continue to DM me? Trust me, if I could get Dak to leave, I would. I, too, want him out of Dallas. The city and organization have been great to to he and our family, but done with the drama and the so-called fans. But he loves this team and wants to bring it rings. And was that a second te- I mean, that is That is all true. I, I know that. Wasn't that a response after he kind of was like, I want Dak out of here? Maybe so. Like, I think that is, that's like a response of a very, it's a great response. It's like a very professional response. It is, yeah. After, Sounds I think like one of his, in the Cowboys organization wrote it. One of his first responses was more of like, I want Dak out of here. And then he kind of responded in a very, I thought that was a very good professional way. It's only my opinion. Like, Tad hates me. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't, it doesn't bug me because I'm not a big sure. Dak fan, but... That's not that bad, to be honest. I think what's what to me is looking bad and what can fracture a team is now family members are taking shots at Dak and family members are taking shots at the defensive philosophy. I, I have to I have to admit which is coming from somewhere. I, and I want to start with Tad Prescott's comments because I think I've changed my opinion over the years about it is I get it. It irritates some people. To me, he's just, that's his brother that he's trying to stand up for. And there are also some people who think fans should only say positive things ever. Like, you should never deal with anything negative or say anything negative or, like, deal with, in some cases, reality of situations. You just got to stay positive at all points. There are some fans who absolutely think that's the case. But I think at the end of the day, Tad is just like, hey, I don't like it when people are talking bad about my brother, which I have to admit, I totally get. But that's life. Dak Prescott talked bad about Tony Romo when Dak Prescott was, I think, at Mississippi State or a senior in high school and didn't like the way Tony Romo was playing playoff football or 8-8 football. It might have been the 8-8 times where he threw the pick against Washington. And that's when Dak, as a a kid, because I I don't – think he was in college yet but like you know it's like i'm done with the cowboys and tony romo and i'm paraphrasing i could be wrong about that tweet people get emotional and they get upset with their team losing a game so i mean tad your brother did it when he wasn't a professional and on the dallas cowboys it happens where i'm coming from on this kevin is being a former pro athlete and being a nobody right i'm nothing against like I don't know, Mozzie Smith or Schoonmaker. Right. These are rookies on the team trying to figure out if they can play in this league. Is like they're not going to have voices at all. But the guys that have the biggest voices are the ones that have the issues of their family members speaking out. And the thing that you have to wonder is, 
are these just mom's opinions and and not CD Lamb's opinions at all? Because CD Lamb does seem to be a little bit frustrated with Dak Prescott pretty early sure. in that game going, oh, crap, is Dak turning back into the guy I had to play with against Jimmy Garoppolo where he couldn't play football? Is he turning back into the guy that played against Brock Purdy that couldn't play football? And then we found out he couldn't play football again. Like, there could be real frustration there, and maybe mom exaggerated it, but – and. Too bad. CD can't ever leave Dallas. He's too good of a player. There's no free agency for good players in the NFL. They they created a league where there is no free agency for good players. So he's never leaving. The Cowboys would have to trade him. Yeah, no, I I I totally hear what you're saying. And I will just say this. It is entirely possible. For the record, I want to say it's entirely possible that CD or whoever like talked to their sibling, their mom, and they were like, hey, that got repeated. But also like don't you probably have, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Don't you probably have some radically different opinions from like your other family members? I do. And so this could be a thing where. On About the, your job? Yes. Yes. Actually, yes. Okay. Um, and so I, I'm curious if that comes to pass at all. It could, but man, this is, this isn't good. Yeah. This isn't good. This is, if we're looking at this from a, oh, it doesn't matter Agreed. standpoint. No, no, no. I would I'm say not saying that. There's yes, in a way it doesn't matter, but right now, and it could have happened two days ago, CD's having to text Dak. Yeah. Like, if he's hey, not, if he's not texting, then that means mama's right. Mom is telling, mom is telling the story that I want out there. And so I, I don't, I think, I don't think that this is a huge deal, but it is a deal because Here's my opinion, Corey, throwing mm-hmm. it back to you. If the Cowboys have a tough schedule, we know that Dak dies against good teams. Sometimes he beats them in the regular season. We'll never beat them in the playoffs. So if they have a, a, a schedule, I'm just going to start the schedule off, and it won't be this. They play at San Francisco, home against the Ravens, at Philadelphia, and home against the Bengals. I'm just giving you a hypothetical of four games that they would have to play. It's not going to be – what if they go one and three to start the year? Fingers are getting pointed right now. Fingers are, hey, there might have been no finger pointing at halftime because they all stunk. And there might have not been finger pointing at the end of the game because everybody stunk. But it seems like the, the fingers are starting to get pointed all of a sudden in Dallas a little bit. And winning cures it. But, man, if they get off to a rough start, I think that uh, this starts getting louder and louder, and then there's a major issue on on the Cowboys' hands. But the schedule will probably be Giants or Washington's on there early, another Shlomo Glickstein's on there, Dak puts up 45 points and five touchdowns as an MVP candidate and Player of the Week candidate, and that's what the Cowboys take advantage of. So you just have to hope, I think, right now that the Cowboys get a really easy, soft schedule to start the year because if they get a tough schedule and get off to a slow start, I think these things start coming back up again. Yeah. During the season when you have to handle it. And, and, you know, that's that's where then you're talking about a coach that has no control over a locker room that, oh, man, there was a big problem there. And he – what point does he have on the future of the franchise? You're not even signed for next year, coach. You're right. you could be gone. Why should I buy in well, this championship? All this at this moment, and it it does. There are lots of things being lofted at multiple different people uh, within the organization because that's what happens. You lose, you don't win at all. Everybody's upset about something and trying to figure out what the real problem was. Uh, we the. Here's the the Terrence Parsons Jr. one, Kevin. I can't wait because y'all are all, all y'all are really clueless out here. The greatest crimes to this man is being done by his own organization. Y'all are gonna miss him when he's gone, and that's the the accusation that the the club 
is doing things to keep him from being at his best. And that's Similar what I to really want to know more about. The Des Bryant stuff that came out over the weekend, which was aimed at, hey, look, the the front office is trying to keep CeeDee Lamb down and other players out yeah. there. The front office is trying because they don't want to have to pay him. Dude, yeah. They end up paying them. So I don't understand that argument because they always end up paying them anyway. I guess it's because the players, in spite of uh, the, the organization, go out there and perform. I don't know. But it but I agree with Mike in that the the first part of foundation is the locker room. That's that is that's a huge factor. When the locker room's good, whenever it's working together, when it's pulling the same rope, it matters. And if and now you have to answer the question, hey man, why did your mom say that? Or maybe you just ignore it and move on. Maybe maybe Dak just goes, Hey man, family members are family members. Let's move on. I think he ignores it, but he knows it too. It's, right? it's He's waiting be- for C D and C D probably did. I think you're like, I'm not going to address this. But if C D doesn't address this to me personally, then I got a little side eye to C D Lamb and take I it's kinda like I take enough shots. Like if it's Dak, right? He's like, I take enough shots already. Like I get it. I deserve yes, the shots. Do. But I deserve the shots from, you know, the pre and post game shows, from the radio stations and stuff. I don't deserve the shots from mamas on the team. So that that, that becomes, I do think that becomes a factor in being something that divides a locker room. Who was the best at dividing a locker room? Tio, right? Because he could, he knew exactly, like he had a personality that people, some people, revolve to. They got to, they were like, man, I'm drawn to the way he is, and so he could do that. And that becomes part of that discussion of, well, are you a CD guy? Or are you a Dak guy? And they, it's on them to keep all that together. Like, it really is on Micah and Dak and, and CD Lamb, the three most important people on the franchise, to be the, the ones that break that and say, that's nothing, we're moving on, we're focused on the field together. And we're human, and so are they. I'm going to ask you this. We're three offensive linemen for the Dallas Cowboys, or defensive linemen. We have questions about Dak in our head right now, right? I mean, we've been on the field with him for these playoff games, and we're like, what the hell is happening? How can this guy that we believe in so much do so much in the regular season turn into a totally different person in the playoffs that can't get anything done? Like, we would be human, and we would have discussions about this. So if you think that, yeah, publicly, Zach Martin's not saying anything to the G-Bag Nation about it, but like – Zach Martin might be like talking to his brother or something and going, son of a gun, man. I don't know why he plays that bad. Like his brother's like, what happened to you guys? What happened to Dak? How come Dak did this? And you're just like, man, I don't know. Just for some reason, he's not playing his best in those moments. And hopefully he does. But that's, they're all human. They're all playing with Dak Prescott going, what the hell is happening to Dak Prescott in these, in these moments? Every, every time, Kevin, you get to the Thanksgiving uh, house, whoever's house you're getting to. And one of the first things brought up about the Cowboys, and in the man, if they lost that week, Dak ain't it, man. What's wrong with Dak? Uh, if they if they won, oh my gosh, this team is never losing another football game, and like God, let's just and, and those discussions they have to happen at the at the family's houses too. They, they all do. And, and by the way, on Twitter X or whatever, Terrence. Parsons was saying about the defense because Kevin, you're asking. He's pretty much saying he thinks that Micah should be playing linebacker, middle linebacker. Okay, the first, like the first two downs. Like yes, when it's and then if only on known 100 passing situations, kind of line him up as a defensive end. So he's kind of saying, okay, he's a, that is he's a linebacker first and a pass rusher second. Let him rush the passer from the linebacker position okay. if you want to do that early in downs. 
but he needs to play his position. His position is linebacker, and then defensive end is only a specialty position in 100% passing situations. All right, I appreciate that information because at least then, like, I hear you. Here yeah. is what I don't like. Here is the strategy that I think should go. Even if I don't disagree, if I don't agree, yeah. I appreciate knowing exactly what they're and, thinking. And I think that, look, I I don't like, I didn't like doing it, but I love doing it in this way. I don't like driving to Frisco. I did it a year ago and was with Nate Newton and Tony Tolbert. I really uh, respect their opinions. Two great players, two championship players. When Tony Tolbert says, Micah Parsons, this wasn't this year, it was the year before. He's too small to play defensive end. He has to put on weight if he's going to do that on an every game, every down basis. So don't take it from me. I'm the stupid baseball guy. Tony Tolbert, former defensive end for a decade, champion, played opposite. If you don't know who he is, I get it. Like You're not 40 years old because he played back when the Cowboys were great at football. Number 92, really good defensive end, opposite of Charles Haley, was able to, to, to take advantage of a lot of one-on-one situations, good run stopper, good all-around player. Hard worker. He understands that position and knows that Micah Parsons' body is not built for that position. He can't do it for 17 games every day. Uh, and we see him. That's why he dies at the end of the year. His body isn't able to handle that position. So at this point, you either say, Micah, do you want to put on 25 pounds in the offseason? And it might make you slower. It might make you a worse player. Or do you move him back to linebacker for 60% of the snaps? For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, coming up next, who was the best at being the worst this weekend? It's time for some Wanker of the Weekend, 877-881-1053. Get involved. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. KNC Masterpiece back here on 1053. The fan, Zach Ertz, signed with the Lions to be on their practice squad with potentially elevating for the NFC Championship game. And also, at 4 p.m. today, the Cartnark will be on with the G-Bag Nation. So get ready for that. Mike, I think you're going to enjoy this fella. So you might be out there asking, who is the Cartnark? And this dude has a very specialized bit, and I'm a fan of it. As long as it doesn't get him hurt, and it shouldn't because people should just accept 
that this happens in life. If you watch his videos, that's not usually the direction those people go. Right? There are there are people that do these videos. That's just one of the things. Avery has these ideas for some very. I've told you some of his ideas for like going to the ice cream store, buying an ice cream, eating most of it, and then saying, "Hey, look, this melted. I'd like my money back." And I think it's funny. It's a funny mm-hmm. bit as long as it doesn't cause problems, right? And, but some of these guys are like, "Man, to get the views." Got to cause all the problems. Let's start chaos. But this guy, his bit, Mike, is you didn't put your cart back, and he catches you, and he wears this little SWAT thing and everything, and he's like, hey, that's not cool. You need to put your cart back. And they're like, what were you? Who are you, cart police? He's like, yeah, I'm the cart narc. Okay. Well, I didn't. I thought you said card narc <laughs> and not with a T, cart. cart narc. Narc. Yeah. Well. So this guy, that's this dude's bit, and he's going to be on with G-Bag at four today, and I like that bit. I'm proud of it. I have a friend who does the How It Should Have Ended on YouTube, and I said, I was teasing her, she should do How It Should Have Began with the Dallas Cowboys playoff game. All right. Go cut <laughs> number 22 right here. Mike McCarthy. Hey. Kawhi for three. Oh, my goodness. 41 to 15 in the fourth quarter. The Clippers dominating on a 22-0 run. Do the Brooklyn Nets belong in Wanker of the Weekend? 877-881-1053. They gave up a 22 to nothing run to close their game yesterday, which, you know, you might have been able to guess they lost. That was tied for the longest unanswered scoring run to close a game in the last 25 seasons. The last time it happened... The Clippers were in that game, too, against the Memphis Grizzlies. How they were winning this game. It's not like it was a 30-point game, and they're like, who cares? They gave up a 22-0 run to end the game. We're seeing this a little bit more, not to end the game, but we're seeing crazy runs runs, in the the NBA more and more. And so I guess it's because there's so much three-point shooting. If you get cold from the three-point line and the other team gets hot at the same time, it can go a 15-0 run because they hit five threes on five possessions. You hit no threes on five possessions. And then all of a sudden you get close to these 20-0 runs that are now happening on a more consistent basis in the NBA. But I will say this. I mean, the LA Clippers, after getting off to a rough start trading for James Harden, it is working out tremendously well. Now, at what point does Kawhi get hurt and sit out 40 games? I don't know. Hopefully not. But well, hopefully so. What? I don't, I'm not going to root for him to get hurt. Okay. Well, how are we going to get a, a top six seed? Well, we're going to make a trade, Mike. I'd rather us make okay. a trade than root for injury. You don't have to root for it. It happens. <laughs> like, that's what Kawhi does for a living. Gets he injured. gets $50 million and gets hurt. Tell me I'm wrong. <sighs> Corey! Kevin, I would like to add. Didn't say I was wrong. I'm not upset with uh, with Brooklyn here. But I am upset with Denver for snapping the Celtics' win streak over the weekend at home. Oh, their home win streak? Their home win streak. It could have been 21. That would have been really cool. But more importantly, the next opponent for the Celtics is the Mavericks, and they're going to be mad. Now, it is on the road, so maybe it it won't matter. But they're going to be mad. Denver didn't really have to do that to us. It's here, right? Yeah, it is. That's what I – yeah, it is is on, on the road for them. Yes, uh, but now they're going to be upset, and so thanks a lot, Jokic, for doing for beating them. Otherwise, we would have won tonight. They only have ten tough. losses. Didn't they just beat Houston last night? Or am I crazy? Uh, the Celtics. They're oh yeah, I missed back. that one. Yeah, they 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 beat they won one sixteen one oh seven. I mean that's the 
The tough thing about the NBA, and I've said it, is I just don't know what effort you're going to get on a nightly basis from all teams in the NBA. It's not just a Maverick issue or just a Brooklyn Nets issue. Right. It's it's a weird deal where this league is starting to go, we don't care about the 82 games. And then they say, but we need you people to watch it and pay for it. And so that's the tough thing I have with the NBA right now. I did like the – Kevin, What's the who's your favorite uh, wrestler? Uh, Sean Undertaker. Sean the Hitman Hart is that his uh, name? You're so you're the wanker. That the guy now. That somebody posted. Those this are is, two different people. This is Jokic walking out of the arena, and it was that that video of him walking, and somebody splashes beer on him, and he just shakes his oh, hair. That's Sean Michaels. I, for I, sure I that. love that video so much. That's how Jokic was. He's just like, ha ha! I did I did knock y'all out. <laughs> he doesn't care whatsoever. Tampa Bay. They don't have a basketball team. That is true. The Bucks are they wankers of the weekend because they didn't use their timeout at the end of the game. It's 31 to 23. There would have been 33 seconds left going into the Detroit field goal. I realize Detroit makes the field goal. You lose, but it's an eight point game. Don't you at least call the timeout, make them have to snap the ball or kick the ball or whatever and hope that something amazing happens. I would. Yes. Now you hold on to those timeouts. <laughs> no, the game was over. You're right. You know no, what? No, the I, game was over. I think Tampa gets four timeouts on opening day <laughs> yeah. next year. Okay, even if that were the case. No, 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 no. Actually, Mike, hold on, hold on. That's the benefit of making the playoffs. You carry your timeouts that you didn't use in the second half of your last playoff game. And they gain interest in the offseason, so you get extra timeouts in the regular season. You know what? I concede to both of those points. You get to keep that timeout, and it gains interest. Tampa Bay gets five timeouts in their first game next year. Don't you still call the timeout to try to make it to the NFC Championship game right there and then? Sure. Yes. Okay. You would good. call it. All right. I just, I just needed, <laughs> I just needed that point. Yeah. You don't need the, you don't need to hold on to those. I just needed that point for clarification. Embrace the vision. That's Seth Rollins. All right. You think Green Bay regrets beating the Cowboys because they have the 25th pick and the Cowboys have the 24th pick? No, Seth, the I don't. Rollins. Now now we're going to get their guy. Yeah, well, that's great. I'm sure they <laughs> thought it was worth it. They didn't make the NFC Championship game, yeah, was it? I guarantee you the Cowboys would have traded down or they would have been like, give us a worse pick if we were still playing this weekend. I don't know. Or even this past weekend. Fool. I think you're right, Kevin. I'll say that you're right on that one. Okay. Mike, don't try to argue that. I, I mean, mean, right now, they would have the, if they would have lost this week, the Cowboys would have had the 28th pick. So would you have rather have the 24th pick or the 28th pick? And if I would have still been playing the 28th pick. But you would have lost because now you're not in the conference final. I hear you. From the 817, every timeout you finish with is worth five points. <laughs> Ooh. So you can start the game next year with 15 points. All right. Usually, we don't. Read text exchange verbatim, but I've decided that this is the way to go. From the 469, I'm going to read it exactly as it says. All all I know is the last response from both of y'all, so I don't know anything more than where this is headed. I stayed from your so-called sports radio. Y'all are still a big joke. That's the actual sentence. And I said, Jor? Jor. J-O-U-R. Yes. So they not from the United States? I don't know. Bonjour. Bonjour. And I said, I have no idea what this means. Put my name on it. Kevin. 
their response. Really, that's your answer. Figure it out, Einstein. Duh, duh. And so I decided to respond. I read that. They're Tolo now. You're reading their responses. They Tolo it. I read that more as da da. But I see where you're going. Okay. Figure it out, Einstein. Dun dun. That is more dramatic. He's saying that you're as smart as Einstein. I think that's what he's telling you. Yeah, it's a compliment. And so I said, ha, ha, ha. Okay, so you're just a moron. Thanks for clarifying. Again, we've been over this before. Oh, you name called him? Yeah, I did. Because they tried to say that our program was a joke. I guess I pieced that together. Their response, your mother is a moron, and she (laughs) raised you like... And she raised a loser like you. Hey, I'm rubbing off on Kevin and on the listeners. <laughs> but see, that feels unnecessary. My mom didn't do anything to mm-hmm. you. If you want to trash me, that's fine. But I still don't understand why people try to throw out these salty comments in the text. And then when they get a response, they're like, oh, "I what? I can't believe it. I literally sent them a text saying, I need clarification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is what they went Kevin. With. Well, what do we say about arguing with idiots? Now you're blocked, dumbass. <laughs> there you go. You there block him up is the whole the thing. Basic. The whole thing. You block, you, you're able to do that. Just just that one. person. I didn't know you could block. Yes. Just that one. I've person. never blocked a single person on here because I believe in freedom of speech in this country. Yes, absolutely. I believe in freedom. How of are you going to know too. when they change? I just don't have to deal with their freedom of speech when they change into just loving you, Kevin. Well, yeah. When you say mi- something they love, I guess how- we're going to miss that down the road. If you take a shot at my mom, then that's probably going to get you blocked. I now, if you don't want to be blocked, <laughs> if you don't want to be blocked. Text in right now and say something nice to Kevin, or he's going to block you. <laughs> no, untrue. Just as long as you don't say something against, like, my mom or something like that. This, that has nothing to do with this. Susan is an amazing she woman. Is. She is very awesome. Now, what's her name? You don't know. I've never known your mom's that's name. Fair. No, that's fair. You're we right. We just called her mom. No, you're right. That's fair. I probably shouldn't repeat it. <laughs> she gets a bunch of Facebook requests. Is Anthony Rendon. Is this the person that you want delivering the message? He said, we got to shorten the season, man. There's too many dang games. 162 games in 185 days or whatever it is. Man, no. We got to shorten this bad boy up. Here's the thing. I agree with him. However, in the last four years, Anthony Rendon has played 52 games, 58 games, 47 games, and 43 games. Well, he wants a 50-game season, it sounds like. (laughs) Is this the perfect message from an imperfect messenger, right? How many games did he play in the COVID year? 50. You know what? 52. That was out of 60, right? So, yeah, that's what he wants. He wants a COVID schedule. All right. That's a good point. That's a fair point. 2020, he played a lot of games. But the last three years, he's played 58, 47, and 43. So, I don't know if, like, if Marcus Simeon said that, I'd be like, That guy always plays. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, And I'd love to hear Marcus Simeon say that along something along those lines, because there are times in the season where I'm like, this is this has become a chore for me. Even now, that was whenever we were losing. When we were winning this season, I was like, let's end the season now so we can get to the playoffs because we're we're starting to hit our uh, our downhill moment. And I don't want that to happen. But Mike, I have 162 heard, is a long season. I agree, is, but I was okay. as a player, I was fine with it. Now I was also a somewhat a starting pitcher, so you only get 30 to 32 right, starts right. in that type of season. So you're kind of in a football schedule more than in a uh, a baseball everyday player thing. But I've also heard this, about this about Anthony Rendon, which was it was always funny when the Rangers said they were going after Anthony Rendon and offered him 
less than less what he than the contract down. he had on the table from the defending champs. Yeah, so that was always interesting. But I'd heard at that time when the Rangers were interested, they were concerned about his love of the game. Okay, interesting. How man, I've always been curious about like outside if they just tell you, hey, I don't necessarily love this. How how you were able to discern that from just talking watch, with somebody? Watching how they, like, their work ethic, I think. Okay. Like, you watch Michael Young, that dude was dedicated to the grind, right? Marcus Simeon is another person that you you would say dedicated to the grind. There are, I would say, the Josh Hamiltons, who are, like, super talented, but maybe not really committed to this whole thing. Like, his love for baseball, maybe there was love for other things out there and in I, the world. In the meantime, there's a lot. I'm going to try to respond to all of the people who have asked if they're blocked. They're hating on you? No, no. They're just asking if they're blocked. So I'll try to respond to all of them. What are you going to say to them? No. I say you tell them I'll yes, tell you, they are blocked. No, Text in on. No, no you're say not Say yes, blocked. you're blocked. I think Ha-ha. during this break, everybody compliment Kevin's mom somehow, some way. Yeah, you're blocked now. <laughs> in, in whatever way you'd like to compliment Kevin's mom, compliment Ooh. Kevin's mom. What's the number to compliment Kevin's mom? How do you not know the number, by Is it 888 You shut your... <laughs> Freaking mouth for God. What the hell, Mike? I don't give out the number anymore. Man, I knew you, you still thought you were it. on the G Bag Nation. I didn't know you thought you were all the way back there. I forget numbers. The uh do you think it's a cooler badge of honor to actually be blocked by Kevin or to not be blocked? It is difficult to get blocked by me. So it's that like, guy's walking around. There's he's a like, handful of people. That person who joked about when we had the miscarriage, oh, yeah. they got blocked. There's not a lot of people, but there are some people who have gotten so blocked. So if you block everybody that's texting right now, no. it wouldn't be that cool. You, no. And there's a lot of people I'll try to stop texting in. A lot of you guys are not blocked. From I'm the 214, Kevin, your mom raised a fine young man. Thank they you. don't want to be blocked. That's I, great. We're the KNC masterpiece. Thanks for that text. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next. (laughs) You're a clown, Kevin. That is so hurtful. I just want to, you know what? I want to do the rest of the show where we just talk with the text. Like, that's all I want to do from now on. Just chat back and forth with the text. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy, plus more of your hurtful comments. Probably. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Love. Pressure up the middle. Runs away, throws across his body, and that is picked. 49ers have it. Greenlaw still up. He needs to get down. Greenlaw still on his feet. He's got to go down. Just go down, and the game's over. KNC Masterpiece. I guess mark that. Right here on 105.3 The Fan right now. It's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. You're never going to respond to all these people. I'm like only six minutes behind now. And don't forget. That's going to be trouble. If you, if you, uh, all day today, text in and ask Kevin if you're blocked. uh, And he will respond to you. Can you wait a couple segments to restart this campaign? Say something positive about his mom. The Twolos uh, on the Twitch are saying they're going to block you from the chat. Oh, no. Man, can I tell you what? The very first time I went into the Twolo chat, they didn't believe it was me. Because they were like, no, you're sick. And I was like, I'm not sick. I just can't talk. Uh-huh. And so I was listening to the show, and I tried to get in. And it took a while for people to be like, okay, I think this really is him. I am on this computer. It's logged in as Choppy on Twitch. So when I respond, oh. I always respond 
Corey, not Choppy, because I'm too lazy. Okay. I actually don't know my password on Twitch, so okay. I've no. I, but when on my laptop, it's logged in, but it's auto logged in, so it's one of those situations. I'm trying. to. We love responses, though, man. Yeah, I'm trying to respond to as many people. Well, wait, as, dude, go ahead. We'll, no, 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 no. We'll wait. All we right. got plenty of time. No, we're gonna get on. We're gonna get on with the show. Interesting how this is going together is. The Eagles fired their defensive coordinator, so you know who is now interviewing to be their next defensive coordinator, Ron Rivera. I just thought that was a fascinating little look. He might not be a bad coordinator yeah, at this point. No, I would agree with like, that. I do. I, because he hasn't been a defensive coordinator in so long, though, I do wonder a couple of things. A, does does he want, does he desire that like as much as... Because it, d- it doesn't seem like McCarthy really wanted to be the play caller. He, you know, for a while. And a lot of times those guys get to a certain level and they're like, I don't have to do that anymore. Sure. But if he wants to work, maybe he does. And he maybe he just really likes the sport. But the other thing is, has he caught back up to what currently is happening in the game? Does he have any any new wrinkles yeah. to it? Or is it too easy to play against because that, that, that defense doesn't work anymore? He always had a pretty good system, though. Now, let's go from that to... So you said could be a pretty good coordinator. That makes sense. Chip Kelly, per Yahoo, has drawn interest from multiple teams who are looking for an offensive coordinator. <laughs> All right, Mike, explain the I, look. Can I, you hold on, before made. you do, I listen to a lot of the G Bag Nation when we were working nights because during the day I picked up all my kids and they were on. Mike does not like Chip Kelly and does never like <laughs> anything about Chip Kelly. So, Mike, if you want to go ahead, there is a lot of hatred about to be. Well, he stunk for a <laughs> decade now. Like, if you want to be bad, Chip Kelly's a great person to hire. Where'd he go, UCLA? Yes. They did UCL nothing. <laughs> is that? <laughs> well, an A would be. quite as clever as I thought. <laughs> an A would be, be. A, a best, the best grade you can get. Ah. So UCL nothing is no grade. So okay. it's like a zero. All right. He's, he wasn't at the end. He had one year with the Philadelphia Eagles when he was good. And then he said, all you guys who are good at football, I don't want you anymore. Yeah. Watch, watch me do this with crappy players. And we watched. And unfortunately, it turned into Doug Peterson winning a Super Bowl. Because right. they had to get rid of him. And I was like, yeah, he screwed up their organization two years later. Super Bowl champs. I'm like, screw you, Chip Kelly. All right. So, he, yes for Ron Rivera as a potential coordinator I, across the league. I'd no be like, for I Chip don't Kelly. know. Like, he's been in the NFL for such a long time with Ron Rivera. I think he has, he could have success. Chip Kelly, why why couldn't he go back to UCLA and put in his system and it works still? Right. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it worked with Mariota. It worked with probably a few other quarterbacks at Oregon, but... I don't know. He's not, he has not been impressive for a decade now at coaching football. I know we're not high on the Cowboys right now. I'm going to tell you a positive Cowboys story that I do really think is nice. Still better than Washington. Is that, that what you're talking about? Yes, that actually is true. Interestingly <laughs> enough, this involves a Cowboys Washington game and somebody named Timothy Washington. So, Timothy Washington, he passed away while on his way to FedEx Field with his son for his first ever NFL game, his first ever Cowboys game in person. Do you remember the regular season finale? Yeah. Anything like that? Is this the running back who almost won MVP in the Super Bowl? Or am I crazy about that? I just think he's just a fan. Oh, just a fan. Yeah, just a fan. All right. But Jerry Jones sent his family a care package including a handwritten note 
and said how much he appreciated the enthusiasm and love of the Dallas Cowboys, and it was humbling and heartbreaking. Look, I understand from a on-the-field perspective right now, tensions are very high, but I thought this was I, – I thought this was really cool. Yeah, I – I sent flowers to recently, Kevin. Recently, I don't know if you were there the that year. I think it was the year that you were supposed to have a baby. Um, right. The uh, did you did have a baby? Yes. Allegedly, and he's a cool kid. Many times. The uh, while we were there, there was somebody was like, "Hey, can you get us in touch with with the with Jerry Jones?" And they it was a child who uh, was was feeling pretty sick. They they did something nice there too. Cowboys do have some very good presence in that in that area. Yeah, and and I, I appreciate that. I was getting because you said this guy's name is Timmy Washington. Yes, so Timothy, it was yeah Timmy Smith, who I was thinking of, who ran for two hundred and four yards in the Super Bowl that the Redskins beat the uh, Broncos. So I'm sorry because when you said that, I was like. I was I was hearing it totally yeah, yeah. different. Thinking, yeah, just a person. You're talking about the former running back yeah, is yeah. taking his son to a game, and I was like, I feel like this would have made more headlines than I would have seen. Just a person. I, I thought this was interesting. We will stick with the Cowboys and then go back with the Commanders. Is Jonathan Hankins was telling DallasCowboys.com he feels like he still has unfinished business goals. I want to achieve the goal of mine is to get to the Super Bowl, and I would love for it to be in Dallas. I realize a lot. <laughs> wouldn't we all? Uh, wouldn't we all? I realize a lot of free agent discussions come down to what's the money like, but just looking at it on the surface and what he can do, knowing he might miss a little bit of time along the way. Do you look at Jonathan Hankins as a player that you're like, I would like him back? I would, and I don't think the I don't think the money's going to be too outrageous for him. Agreed. Uh, I think he does something that you don't have anybody on the team that can do and you still but you that can't be it you can't you can't go well we, we did it we signed Jonathan Hankins back we're good at defensive tackle like there has to be a continued effort to add to that position in the position right behind them too to make sure you're you're better there so you don't get run all over well how much are they hoping that Mazio Smith improves it won't be enough, and he's undersized. Yeah. For, he's undersized compared to what Jonathan Hankins provides. And, and the interesting thing about that is there was con- they had concerns. The Cowboys had concerns about Jake Ferguson so mu- in terms of stepping up so much so that they had to draft a tight end. Well, what in the world did you see from Mozzie Smith that you're like, nah, we can let him walk? Like, yeah, zero. I did not see anything near enough to make me think that I can move on from there. I know we would keep track of this in terms of, I hope he doesn't leave. Now it feels like sentiment has shifted. Dan Quinn has in-person interviews with the Titans, Seahawks, and Commanders this week. Are you still keeping track of that process, but now maybe with a different hopeful outcome? I want it to be over with. Meaning? I just want the whole coaching. I want to move on to the next season, Kevin. I want to just be, yes, yes. I would like for it to be done. And he comes back or no? I Yes. Yeah, because I do like continuity. Okay. I, 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 there's there's part of me that, that looks at, at what happened and how like there were like lots of concerns, but then there were uh, there's this other part of me that looks at it and goes, there's a lot of really good stuff that comes along with it too. Did, was the personnel right? And a lot of times I don't think the personnel was what, exactly what it needed to be. And they did what, the best they could. You know how sometimes, Kevin, when you're like, hey, here is a microphone. Do a whole radio show. Right. You're like, but I need all, I need more than that. And they're like, don't worry about it. Just do the best you can. And yeah. we'll, we'll deal with the, the outcome later. I say bring them back. Uh, I, 
I could see that. This is a perfect team. Okay. They've built a championship program. I heard the press okay, conference. But in all seriousness, you were okay with bringing back McCarthy, right? I'm okay. Like, if you bring back Dak, you're saying everything's fine. I, I so as long that. as you bring, like, Dax, to me, Dak's the problem. Do you? Well, and Jerry, but sure. I don't change him. But you know one thing is not going to yeah. change. Do you think now's the time that Eric Bieniemy gets his head coaching position? He also interviewed with the commanders this past week. Word is that it went excellent, and he had a very highly detailed approach to their interview. I, I, I don't know why he wouldn't be one of their top candidates. Yeah, you know because he's in house. He has familiarity with what they're doing. He probably knows just as well as anybody else what they need to replace, what is going to fit best on his his f- vision of what the team is. And so, yeah, I I think that this is the time for it, but. I guess getting Sam Howell in that area kind of gives you that, hey, look, everybody, I also got Sam Howell here. Does anybody else believe that Sam Howell was an elite quarterback that could do this? Now, he didn't turn out to be elite. The team wasn't elite. But look what I just did with Sam Howell. So I can can continue to do this for another team that might want my services. I don't – he never called a play in Kansas City. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he had a major opportunity in – Washington to show what his offense could look like, and it didn't. And I'm not saying he was, look, he had Sam Howell. It's going to look bad. But I wasn't impressed. I, I I think that's a little bit tough. That was why I didn't understand why would you choose Washington out of all the places to show you can be the coordinator, you can be the guy. Why did he choose Washington? So to y'all's point, I hear what you're saying, but if he didn't call a play in Kansas City and nobody wanted him out of Kansas City, then he goes to Washington and they go four and thirteen. That's not a good resume resume for me to like look at and go. Now I know that you can do this because after you left Kansas City, you did what? We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred five three. The fan. I have an alarming update. I was six minutes behind on the text. I am now nine minutes behind on the text. Trying to respond to people who are asking if they are blocked. So. We're losing steam here. If you could hold off for a segment text or two. In if you think that Kevin needs to text you back. I, I, that's I, all. That's it. That's, that's a my... losing battle. <laughs> We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. I'm Coming up next. You better not. I know your phone number. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 